confusion down on the ice. Fans are throwing stuff on the ice now. And are being shown a replay of Achari tumbling down. Well, Bozak takes the legs out from under. Noel Achari. And he turns back and looks back at the referee. Play continues. And then it is the scoring of the goal. everything oh my god it's saturday june june 8th <laughs> i was right but yeah. it didn't seem right and oh, we're here boy. on cloud eight because we're uh, not on cloud nine so yet. close to but cloud nine so, so close it's, it's just right over there across the river bend to quote <laughs> pocahontas i guess and Oh no, our brains are Woo! scrambling. This is the Two Guys No Cup podcast. For now. Possibly. For now. Woo! I don't know. I don't know. I'm I didn't think that was a possibility <sighs> when we came up with it. I figured this is going to run for another 50 years. There's like, this has been like a whole process over the last several days of just like washing over me again and again and again and again and again. Mm. And like yesterday, there was a lot of anger and rage tweeting, and then you and some other folks, Gif Jeff, Jif Jeff, Jif Jeff, Gif Gaff, Gif Gif Gaff, Gif Jeff, um, you were very wisely like, no, you gotta, you gotta soak this in, and I'm like, no, but these people are shitheads. <laughs> but then I, I, I tried to get it under mm-hmm. wraps. I tried to, and now I'm very happy. It's not done. It's not done. Oh my goodness. It should it needs to be done tomorrow. Oh, it needs God. to be. You've talked about too how like <sighs> So, I mean the so the the Blues are they have a 3 either 3 to 2 <laughs> lead in the Stanley Cup yeah. final. They win one more game. One more game of two chances. Mm. They get two coin flips and they just need one of them to come out their way. And they do that, it's over, and they do the thing, and they end up on cloud nine, where we all had the big party and <laughs> all that stuff. And you've said, and I, I 100% agree with you, that it just doesn't feel like, it feels like you win the next game, but then you still have to do more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't understand that if they win, they hand them the like cup. The they two, go, oh, yeah. I guess this is for you. Like the 2013 Blackhawks skate out on the ice, and it's like, sudden death bit. It's yeah. like, uh, I know you don't play this much, but like in NHL, EA NHL 3s, mm-hmm. where it's like you, you win a game, and the, or you're up in a game, and then suddenly like, the mascot will come down the tunnel, <laughs> and the, you know it'll be like, it's not over yet, here's... You know, what's Tommy Hawk, whatever, and it's like, 
I feel like that still has to happen. There, like there should still be cons- another round. It feels like there's another round. Conceivably, and I don't I don't think this is gonna happen, but conceivably tomorrow night could be like um when we beat the stars the mm-hmm. year we went to the conference final and we just destroyed them in that final game in Dallas. Yeah. And it was that whole weird game of like you knew like right away, but you had to do the whole thing. But it's like, conceivably, that could be tomorrow night, and you could be sitting on, like, a three-goal lead and being like, huh. You know? uh, yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'd be obviously be thrilled, but I'd also be like, hmm, how are we going to screw this up? What's going to happen here? We've... What's Gary Bettman? Gary Bettman's going to review the, the trip on Achari and say, actually, we have to restart the game right here. Oh, God. We can't do this. I... Mr. Mr. Jeremy Jacobs has told me that my paycheck's going to bounce. If I don't do this. I thought that was a distinct possibility after we scored the goal, and we'll talk about it, but... Oh, suddenly... They, they go, oh, actually, it. we got to call it back, because yeah. we missed a trip, and be like, that, this has never happened before in my lifetime, yes. and they go, yeah, but we're going to do it now. Um, yeah, I mean, does it sometimes feel like, despite the hand pass, and despite us being down... No, despite us being up two games on the Jets, and then they won two games in a row and it looked bad, and despite game oh, five against bad. the Stars, and despite all of that, so there were hardships this team had to face, does it not feel almost just a little easy? Yeah. Right? Oh, God. Doesn't yeah. it feel like this weird, like... I think that, I think that's hindsight. Though. No, no. Oh, no, no, you no, know? no. 100% Cause like, hindsight. Because, like, you look at each series, really... Game four. We felt defeated. Yes. You and me individually but felt like, defeated in each series. People who were, I, I, I was looking back and, and all dearest, deepest love to them all. But people who were like totally fine when Winnipeg won the two games here and it was tied. Yeah. Those people were insane. Mm. There was no reason at that point looking at all of St. Louis Blues history to believe we were going to bounce back mm-hmm. and win. And as we've said multiple times, because it keeps just occurring to me, we were down 2 nothing in the next game mm-hmm. in the third period. It was going to be 3-2 It was going to be 3-2 and then off with our heads, series O. Over. Bye-bye. You're done in the first round like God intended. <laughs> but we battled back and we got then Jaden Schwartz woke up and we had that clip where we were like Jaden Schwartz and Braden Shin have been ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what up? <laughs> and we won that series and then it was Dallas and it was the same stuff, kind of, you know, it was yeah. like, well. You're here, but now you're down 3-2. You got to battle back. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but the Blues can't battle back. And they did. They did. I think that was the game. I guess it made sense. That was the only time we could have ever been eliminated. But that was the game that I thought it was it was done for. Before we started playing with oh, game yeah. six against the Stars, I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? I, this could be it. This could be just the final game of the season. And that stinks. And but this is probably it. I hope it's not. And that somehow, somehow the shark series to me does the shark series actually feel like possibly the easiest one? Well, I think it was right. I mean, I think hand pass aside. Series, so I didn't watch game one all the way through because I was in New Orleans, and that was the one that was like real rough. Mm-hmm. And then game two we won, and then the hand pass, and that was like the other adversity moment. And then, like, from there on, we just kind of, like, at game four, we didn't dominate. We should have lost, but we didn't. 
And then, like, game five and six, it was just bam, bam. Yeah, bam, bam, done. thank you, ma'am. And that's kind of what I'm hoping we get here on <sighs> Sunday. I'm... It could, too. Like, Conceivably, with this team and the way they've played, if they just come out and beat the Bruins tomorrow, we'll say handedly means, like, let's say 4-2. Yeah. That's... I wouldn't bat an eye. Like, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense for this team. Uh, um, what's his name? What's his name? Paul Bissonnette yeah. thinks that's what's going to happen. He he predicted Jordan Bennington would steal game five. Mm-hmm. Which, which he pretty much <laughs> we'll did. We'll get to, but right on the money. And then he said on the last episode, he's like, I think they come out red hot. The city's waited too long for this. Their momentum just going to get them a couple goals early and they're going to coast. Mm-hmm. And they're going to win by four. I think you said like four or five to one. Mm. And the thing is, too, if this team goes down, let's say, 2-0 early, I don't... Shit. They go down 3-0 early. I don't think it's over. No. I just don't. God, There's no way. Don't. I, I mean, mean for the love of God, do don't. That, but... but even one or two goals, let's say, I don't think it's even close to over. Me, normally, would be like, game over. Mm-hmm. But like, game six at home to win the cup... There's no reason for you to, like, not come back. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, you have all well, the reason in the world and all the momentum in the world to be able to get that done. Look, we're going to be weirdly positive on this episode. It's gonna <laughs> we kind of have to it's be. It's going to be uncomfortable for all of us, so just strap in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listeners at home, cats, get your, get your most comforting toy that you'd like to bat around when you're stressed, and we'll get through this. But you and I both <laughs> said... Uh, after game five, we were off talking air. to each other off air mm-hmm. and we were both like, or not after game five, after game four. Yeah. Um, we were like, I don't know what happens game five. I know this. We're not losing game six. At There's home. just no way. And we believed it then. Why would we doubt it now? That's true. We, I mean, we're going to talk about the narrative of game five, obviously in a minute. I, I, if this I'll, team listen, doesn't I'll, win the cup, I'll be I'll be shocked. Yes. I'll honestly be shocked. I, at, which is an insane thing to say as I, a blues fan. I still won't say like I'll just I'll just for the fun of the superstition, I'll still say when they do the if they do the, you know, the if they climb the golden mountain or whatever. <laughs> but like I can't jinx them at this point. So I'll just say it. I don't think this team loses two games in a row at this point. I just don't think they do. Mm. I just like that. And and I, I know I, I hesitate to say this because it's still Boston and still, of course. Mm. But the end of this story doesn't make sense as that. Mm. And it's not just like, oh, it's such a good story. It's got to end happy. It's like everything we've seen from this team so far indicates that game six will be their best game of the series. Mm. And they will dominate boston and even if they don't even if they don't and they lose game six everything we've seen from this team so far indicates that a game after a loss they're going to be playing their best hockey Mm -hmm. so it's like the best of both worlds and there was that stat and i think it was josh hyman um on twitter our friend who who tweeted this out and got i i only say I feel like he must be wrong because it makes no sense to me. Not that I think he could be, you know, that he didn't get it right. Mm -hmm. But he said that in Stanley Cup finals, 
the Stanley Cup Finals have gone to a Game 7 27 times. And in those 27 times, the team that won Game 4 is 27-0, and 0, which does not make sense. <laughs> I don't know why. That's I did, like I, I, That's the only reason I keep saying I read it wrong, he got it wrong somehow, because it doesn't make sense to me. But if that's true... That's got to be a reason. Like, that's, that's way... Like, we talk about small sample sizes. That's way too big a sample size for it not to be like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, that's that's a thing. And and you said, and we both said, like, if the Blues lose the cup, it's both things. Because it's like, if they win, it's like, yeah, that made sense. Like, that's what they had to do. And then... But if they lose it, we're going to be like, yeah, of course. It's the Blues. It's the Blues. Yeah. And when you talked about that specific one, and it's like, if we, if they win in Game 7 now, mm-hmm. you'd be like, yeah, because 28 no, like, or 27 and no, then 28 no, like, you have to. But then, like, if they lose in Game 7, it'd be like, yeah, of course it's the Blues that break that streak, yeah. you know? They so, literally, they, they, fit, they fit both narratives. They've yeah. made both narratives, and... I'll be shocked if they don't do the thing, but at the same time, I'm not going to be completely blown away historically. Oh yeah, if they don't well, do the like, thing. it's like it's um, like in Avengers Endgame, spoilers was... are on the table. But no, in in both movies, when Doctor Strange is like, I've played all seventy five thousand billion timelines, and there's only one in which we win. Which, by the way, they would never find that one. Just so you, I mean, statistically, that's impossible. But whatever. Um, Way to go, but like, I've looked at all seventy five thousand timelines. They're all equally probable. Yeah, yeah that seems right. Yeah, that seems right. We could win, like we could win in like a bullshit fashion, where like we could win with like a queer offsides, or like, well, I guess they could review that, but like. Yeah, you know, we could like goaltender interference. It's like blatant, but for some reason they're like, I don't know. It's like goaltender interference, and then the Bruins are like, fuck. And then you know, we could just lose both games. We could get slaughtered in both games. We could slaughter the Bruins. Like everything's on the table. Yeah, I'm just like, but yep, yep. gun to my head, I don't think it goes to Wednesday. I really don't. No, I and just like, don't I don't see it. I don't I see it. Believe me, I th- I think. You and I, obviously, but us and the listeners have gotten to know each other pretty well by now. (laughs) Believe me when I say that it makes me uncomfortable that I feel this way. (laughs) I know. I would much rather think they're probably going to lose on Sunday, (laughs) right? Like, that's my happy place. Because at least low expectations, low disappointment. That's always been my motto. 100% of the time, you can ask. Anybody that knows me, it's my lifestyle, but I can't get there. I can't like, I have brought myself to that place before Mm. and I will, I will dip in and out of that place, especially tomorrow during the day as we like build up to puck drop. But like, I can't live there right now. And that scares me, but it also excites me. Mm Mm-hmm. The door to your house is locked, and you're outside. That's you're trying right. to get in, but you can't get in. <laughs> I can't do it. You're outside I now. Change the locks, and I'm stuck here. Oh my goodness! Oh. It's a yeah, it's a roller coaster, man. I have been trying to disconnect from hockey completely the f- these last couple of days. I'll watch the games, and I've looked at like zero analysis because uh-huh. I'm just like, get this shit the fuck away from me. I don't want to hear someone be like, you know, the Blues have a really good chance or you know the Bruins are doing this. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Just win. 
just win, and then I'll look at I'll listen to all the old hockey podcasts of like Dangle and Puck Soup and Chicklets. I'll listen to all those. I'll digest everything on like fucking Sportsnet and fucking NBC and everything. I'll rewatch everything. But until then, I'm like I don't I don't want to I don't want to look into this any further. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want it to happen because God knows I don't want to spend all this time and then have it not happen. I just I just want it to happen and get it over with. Rip the bandaid off. Oh my god, please. I also feel like I don't, like, I, I really, I, like, I like the Toronto Raptors. I know yeah. this seems like a left turn, it's gonna make sense. <laughs> I like the Toronto Canada. Raptors, and yeah. part of me is like, by all means win, because Toronto fans have been through this shit, and I'm like, I'm with them, like, I'm sympathetic to them in that. But don't be like, please, God, don't let them win the championship, like, a day or three days after we, like, fuck. Fuck it up, you know. Like I'm, I, I will die. I will die. Steve Dangle's podcast, which I adore, will be permanently unlistenable. My life will just melt into oblivion. <laughs> and I feel like it can't. I feel like it can't. It could. It won't. It might. It shan't. <laughs> I just. I've never believed in like the will of a team more than I do now. That this team will just this will a victory. Cannot. I, 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 I don't can't see, see them folding tomorrow. If they you, lose tomorrow, the it's the clo- it's the closest motherfucking loss you will have ever seen. Have they are not went losing by more than one goal. There's the, no way. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> We're gonna talk about this trip so much today. Still, I know we will. But like the the unstoppable, unbeatable. Best line in hockey, and I'm not saying these things facetiously. The Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak, Brad Marchand line has zero even strength points, not one. And it's not like no no member of that line mm-hmm. has a single even strength point in this series. In five games, we haven't been our best yet. When we've gotten to this point, when you say that in game one or two, I'm like, they're just they're just biding their time, man. Yeah. When you get to game six here, I don't know. I think we've done a great. I think we've done a great job shutting them down. I don't think. I don't I think also, they break like, through. I also, flip side of the same coin. When you're sitting at game two, it's like, oh, this series is one and one, and they haven't even woken up mm-hmm. yet. Exactly. Right now, I'm like, we're sitting at game five. I'm like, this series is three two, and they ain't gonna wake up. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not gonna me- they're not gonna crack the put code mm-hmm. in game six. I'm sorry, maybe, maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe I mean they're phenomenal players, mm-hmm. but Bergeron's hurt. I mean, he's clearly hurt, and and great, terrific. <laughs> I'm not I'll like take it. as we'll talk about with the trip. There there can be nothing. That sullies this for I us. I don't care. Like I've, yep. I've I've always thought about like the the Brett Hall, the foot in the crease cup, and like is that like tainted for them? And I I look at it now and I'm like, it sure as shit is not. And I don't I, give a shit. I respect that, but like, yeah, I just I I I don't care if Bergeron's hurt. If they come out after the series and they're like, he had a torn labrum. It's like he he's like a, a miracle man for even playing. I'm like, fine. Good for good. him. I'm yeah. glad he, he he looked bad and that's great for me. And I 
as you know, I'm like, I adore Patrice Bergeron as a hockey player. Other two can stuff it. Actually, Foster Knox's cool too. Yeah. It's just Marshawn. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I mean, like, I love Patrice Bergeron. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're magically showing up in game six and seven and like putting this team on their back. And any excuse of team, injuries is hilarious. We talk about depth, and I don't know if Achari's going to play. Obviously, Corrali and Johansson and, and DeBrusque. And all these guys, that's great depth. But Robert Thomas might play for the first time in game six, or second time. But, like, mm. he might come back in game six. That's a game changer. Zach Sanford hasn't played since, like, April. Mm. Literally the April. Jet series. Late, either, like, very late April or very early May. He comes back, two primary assists. He looks great. You want to talk about depth? I mean... Sammy Blake coming in in game six against the Stars. Back to the wall, and that dude hit like a truck and scored a goal Mm. in the same game? Oh, my... Like, I just... (laughs) I don't want to go... I don't want to go all the way to the place, but I'm kind of already there, That's the thing. It's the last piece, and you're just ready for it. So I'm like, can you just do it so I can unleash all the emotion I have? Because it's right here. It's, like, right at the top. And I just need you to do the one thing so I can release it all. It's like... we, We were talking about... Um, after game four again, we were talking about like, okay, I don't know what this series is. We don't think they lose at home in game six. Mm -hmm. If we lose game five, I'm sitting here right now. I'm like, listen, I believe they can win game six. I think probably they don't win the cup. I think Boston's too good. They're too gritty. They're too whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um... I just I I don't think I don't think they can quite push. Like I believe that they could. I just don't think they. It'll happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now, like it's the exact opposite. I just I again just to reiterate, <laughs> I want to put myself in the mindset of preparing for just total disappointment because I'm much more comfortable there. Because then, if the disappointment happens, I'm like, yes, okay, thank you, cool. You were already like, prepared. Like I'm already like mentally and physically fine but like right now i can't you know and like games like and that's the thing it's like game six for us it's there's it's not there's no stakes because you really want to win this at home Mm. you don't want to game seven all that but like we could just lose Mm. and still Still be be where we are now Mm -hmm. if we lose we still only need one win you know yeah it's just that the next one we can't lose it's a, it is a more comfortable spot, for yeah, sure. well, I mean, that's, like, obviously that sort of goes yeah. without saying, but, like, it's immensely more yeah. comfortable. Because, like, I don't believe we lose game six if we're down 3-2 right now, mm-hmm. but I'm terrified. And right now I'm just, like, I feel like a kid on Christmas Eve where it's like, ooh, you know, <laughs> like, what's in that package? I don't know. Maybe I get to open it. Maybe it's filled with poop, you know, <laughs> and that's just... I don't was know what your Christmases it, were like. Was this a real concern <laughs> at the ground household? Yeah, I remember of last time of there was poop in that <laughs> one. <laughs> but you know, like maybe, maybe it's the Christmas where you didn't get that special thing that you really wanted, and you get all this other cool stuff, and you look back and you're like, "Man, that Christmas was cool. It was really sad because I didn't get this one thing." That could be how this story ends. You wanted that Lego set, you got Mega Blocks. Oh, jeez. I mean, they're bigger, they're... but I'm not stupid. <laughs> 
I've got fine motor skills. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I really, I haven't allowed myself to believe totally. Mm. And now I kind of do. I kind of do. It terrifies me to this. It terrifies me to my core. Tomorrow could be like, what would be? Just like historic for this team, obviously, but like the city and like everyone in it. And just like, the other it, could, thing, it just blows me away what about, it could be. We talked about this earlier, I think, when we won game four. I said this too, but like, that's the other thing. It's like, if we lose, we're losing in game seven. Nobody's going to be like they were like a write off team, mm-hmm. you know? You went all the way. And like I don't I don't know. We don't want to talk about the future. We should also probably talk about, about the this past. game at some point. <laughs> there was like, a game 5. But like I just don't it's so it's such a a weird bag of emotions right now. I'm in a glass case of emotions. <laughs> um and yeah, tomorrow we just we just bide our time all day. I'm so nervous. Why can't they play at like 10 a.m.? Why, why do I have to wait I till know, 7? I know. Thank, thank God it's not a weekday. Like Wednesday, mm. if I might have to, t- if they if they go to game seven, I might literally have to tell my boss. I'm like, oh, I'm taking Thursday off. Well, oh, no, here's the thing. I might take Wednesday off <laughs> only because I'm like, listen, I can <laughs> pretend to work and we can both live in this. We both, lie. yeah, we're both nodding, but we know it's or, happening. Or I can just take a day off, an official, like, day off, and we can not pretend, you know? That's the best, that's kind of a weird, fun thing about sports, is it sort of does, like, yeah, there's business, and people, you know, it's not a holiday, but it, like, kind of is. It turns into just, like, everyone acknowledges that this is, like, some weird unofficial holiday, mm-hmm. and that, like, if you told someone, maybe... Like, from another city that you do business with. Mm-hmm. And if they were even a modicum of a sports fan, they'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I love that. It's just like, oh, yeah. They won the thing. So I get that you're not going to be around. Oh. Like, that's so awesome. Oh, God. We have, where I work, there is a, we have a small office somewhere in, um, what is it, Manila? Is it Manila? That's in the Philippines. Yeah. Um, it's like 10 people in an office down there. Anyways, they sent us a picture of them all posing in different poses for some reason, picture poses in front of like a green screen thing that just said, go blues game six or whatever. And I was like, oh, that like warmed my heart. Oh my God. And I was told they would celebrate down there even though they don't know what the hell is going the on. Thriller <laughs> in Manila. Oh, please. Walking around today, like, downtown Clayton area, there were so many, like... Which Ian does yeah, frequently. that's where I live. I'm very affluent. <laughs> um, they, uh, there were so many, like, just blues banners and blues signs in the window, and someone had, like, a cutout of somebody lifting the cup, but they cut off, like, who it was, so it was just, like, hands holding the cup up, like, big in a window, and I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. I, like, wanted to turn around. Like, I can't do this. This is too much for it's me. Like, it's like hitting me right now again. It's like a fresh You're right. You're right. Like... It's like a way... Every time I think about it, if I think about other years that I just, like, sat in that stadium and watched them play a regular season game, and I was like, I really hope they make the playoffs this year, yada, yada, and I wonder who will play in the first round and all that stuff, <laughs> because this part was, like, unbelievable. <laughs> This part was, like, not going to happen. Yeah, it was just, it was not going to happen. And when it did happen, I was going to believe it, but now we're here and I don't believe it. And it's it's very confusing. It's a very confusing place 
to exist in right now. When we named the podcast what we named it, we were actively like, what if we do if they ever win one? And then we were like, yeah, <laughs> we can worry about that in 30 years. My go-to reaction has always been, I'm someone was like, you know, what are you going to do if you have to rename the podcast or whatever? They talk about when the Blues win the Cup. I've always been like, ah, that's probably like 10 years away. Because I always thought, you know, it's going to be, because of the Blues, a rebuild like, and then like another rebuild. It's going to be like a permanent 10 years away. Yeah, like I don't think it's really far, but it's not soon. So probably like 10 years away. Holy fuck. Uh, let's talk game about five? Game, game 5. Yeah, game let's five. do it. Let's talk about Game 5. You and I. Cinco de Game. Along oh. with, honestly, legitimately, our friends and family mm-hmm. <laughs> were uh, at the watch party at Scott Trade Center. That Enterprise place. Oh uh, yeah, excuse Sorry. me. I'm, I haven't really done that this year. Oh no, that was the that was the jingle block that brought down <laughs> the whole mirage. Um, the the sad thing is, two years ago, I would have believed that for real. <laughs> well, it's over. Um, we were at Enterprise Center. Place was jumping. Place was packed. Place was loud as sheet. It was awesome. I I don't like people, and I don't like doing things, <laughs> so I was not eager to go. Oh, bad combination. I, it's really, it's even in this case, it's more, and I talked to your dad at, who came with us. Mm-hmm. He was one of the members of your friends and family, because <laughs> uh, he like, he like, late after the, after the DeBrus goal, he just like walked into the tunnel and was like... I'm standing. I'm not sitting. Mm-hmm. And I, I went out to like use the bathroom like real quick at like the last whistle or something. Mm. And I saw him on the way in and he was like, I'm just, I can't do it. I can't sit in there and do it. And I'm like, I get that. Mm. And that was the real thing was like, I wanted to be at home so I could like pace yeah. and do jumping jacks and scream and, and cry and hold my childhood teddy bear or whatever the hell I wanted to do. Um, but no, it was it was amazing to be there. It was so incredible. We've got video. I'll, I'll send some more out of like post game stuff. It mm. was it was awesome, and like I'm I'm so happy. Whatever way this goes, we've said this before, but God, am I happy for Tom Stillman? You know, because like dude. for one thing, that dude feels it. Like he feels mm. it, and you can tell he's a real fan, and that's amazing. Um, but then I mean, just the money, you know, mm. like. He's not a rich owner. He's not the he's not the Jeremy Jacobs or the uh, who are the guys that like are are like filthy rich that own the Jets. Oh, Isn't that yeah, one of the yeah. thing where they're like are whoever's the, the top of True North? Yeah. yeah. Um, all those people like he's he's like a, I mean he's listen he's doing fine. <laughs> he's doing all right. Tom Stillman not suffering, but like he's like as as sports owners go, relatively blue collar mm. and. Like, he's the perfect owner for this city. And, you know, he spins to the calf every year, which he doesn't have to do. Always gonna be. Now he's gonna be forever, in perpetuity, because he can. Like, this this, this sets up your city and your franchise in amazing ways. There was some, I can't remember what the number was now, but the amount of money that got pumped into, like, the Pittsburgh area... From them going, 40 million yeah. per game, I think, or something like yeah. that. It's like a ridiculous amount of money just to have the run. Oh, he'll make 40 off, off of seats for game six. Tom Stone will make over $40 million in one game 
bare minimum 40 million not concessions not you know parking or whatever merchandise just people getting in the door because i saw well i guess it was a resale but still it was like over two thousand dollars for a seat in like section 303 row r that's like you're almost at the wall i think there's like queues and stuff like that but it's like yeah and that's that's way back there do you i have no idea what glass seats are glass seats are probably like Oh, 18,000, I think I saw. Are they really? Yeah. Holy oh, yeah. shit. I think I saw an 18 at some point, yeah. And, like, again, those that's resale, so I don't know what yeah. Tom's bringing home, but he ain't suffering. Yeah, he's that's and so much money. Con- oh, my God. So much beer is going to be drunk. Mm. Did you notice, by the way, <laughs> uh, at our game that they, like, marked everything down $2 because it oh, wasn't, yeah. like, a real game? That was fun. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, it's cheaper. This is, like, cool. I mean, you're just making free money. And Well, I do think and I bet those, those I, watch parties, that money goes to charity. They oh, said, does it yeah, really? It goes to, like, the Blues for Kids Fund or oh, something. Jeez, that's awesome. So I think they pay the people that are obviously working obviously, that night, yeah. but, like, then I'm everything sure off the top. Expenses, but and still, you know why you can probably do that? Because, yeah, you're making so much goddamn money from an actual game they go i don't care about this fucking watch party let's go to charity even, like even that but to do that's back awesome to the thing is like yeah even that is just like i i wouldn't be mad at him if he just lined his own pockets with that shit go for it mm-hmm. you know you you that dude paid the bonus to ryan o'reilly mm-hmm. he I, said take my seven million dollars and give it to him and if he doesn't do that that trade doesn't get done we're not here it's not even close we missed the playoffs probably mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah. the dude was the only guy playing like, for two months. I, I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm not a big believer in like the cult of the owner or whatever. But like, Tom Stillman does everything you need him to do, and he shuts up and he stays in the background when you don't need him to do stuff, and that's like the perfect sports owner. Mm-hmm. You I was know? like, allowing your team to be who they are is like the perfect owner. I saw just like just a clip of an interview with him, like right at the start of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was after round one, I don't know, but it was like early, and it, and it was like Frank Cusimano or whoever asking him like, "Do you allow yourself to envision a parade down Market Street?" Mm-hmm. And he said like, "No," but like in his face, I saw my face. You know, like <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I was asked the same question, I would be like, just like we were talking about, no, 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 yeah. no. And he's like, he's a, he's one of the real ones, and he's here now. And his team was in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final on, what night? Thursday, Thursday night Thursday. in Boston. Oh, yeah, this all sounds all sorts of out of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> we um, were at the stadium, but not in Boston. Building up to the game, Matt Grizzlick, who I think probably will play tomorrow night, um, and Zidane Chara, who I guess probably still will, but yeesh. I was not good in game five. Did he play in the third period? He, I don't know if he played. I honestly okay. don't know. I'll look at his minutes. Um, but they were both kind of game time decisions, and Char made it, and the place went absolutely banana mm. for um, Char. And, you know, rightfully so. Uh, this is a sport that rewards, you know, kind of um, pre-Clintonian masculinity. <laughs> um, you know, just sort of the, I am man and my jaw's wired shut and I still play hockey. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a place for that. Good for him. Uh, obvi- I like it. 
dude, I'm not taking anything away from Zidane Chara. That dude is a monstrosity. He's 42 years old. He's 42 feet tall. Mm. He's been in this league since, like, I don't know, like Ted Lindsay was skating around. Was, he, was it the 19, was it Gordie like 98, Howell. 99 that he was a rookie? Yeah, I think so. Must be if you're 42. Yeah. Holy cow. And, like, total credit to him, like, he he comes out. His, he can't like his jaw was wired shut until the game. I assume they opened it because like he had to breathe and stuff. I, I don't know, but like I'm, that always sounds awful. To yeah, me. I don't. I know it's for like a purpose, I do but not it know. Sound great. Here's the thing, though. They don't have defensive depth. Mm-hmm. I think even even they, if but it's, they went with seven D. Yeah. Why? Because they because Chara shouldn't have started. That's the dumb, that's and so he, dumb. he even said afterwards, which is like, he said he was like, I don't, we didn't know a hundred percent about mm-hmm. Z, and like that was a that's a bad coaching oh, call. Oh, we'll talk about okay. Cassidy because I think he's done a lot of bad coaching in this series, and that's kind of that's that's interesting because I thought he was out coaching uh, Bruby early on, but we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, the place is electric for Zidane Chara, rightfully so. They were on him, and like, you know, NBC was slobbing the knob plenty too, oh, which yeah. you knew well, was going to happen. Was good, yeah. Thankfully, of we course. were at this very loud venue, and we weren't like hearing the finer points of commentary most That's of the, the game. That's the best part, but, yeah. Um... I'm surprised they don't pump in KMOX. You'd think maybe they'd try and do that. But That's a little surprising. It's probably hard to like sync it up, I don't know. Probably. Um, the Bruins were... You know, right off the hop, just all over us. And I was, up for, I knew this was coming. I think we both knew. Game five. Game at five home. in Boston yeah. after a loss. Char's the heroic player. Not going to be a pretty start. Um, and it wasn't. It was a bad start. Uh, they were pumping shots at us. I mean, the period ended in what, like 17 to 8, I think? Yeah, we did not even. Um, yeah, I think we ended up with like yeah, a whole 17 10 to shots 8. After. Yep. Um, and. It was rough from the very beginning. Vince Dunn had a delay of game at six twenty-seven. The dude just panicked. He had time. That was he made the weirdest play in in game time. That looks like he literally just turns to the crowd and goes, "You can have the puck." <laughs> like, and on replay, it looks a little closer yeah. to glass. It's yeah. still pretty far. But at first, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> just airmailed it. Like, oh, nah. Oh, there's a cute kid in the crowd. Yeah, they I'll got give a, him sign. a warm-up puck. Uh, yeah, and you know we kill that penalty, and I will say. Mm, I, Jordan Bennington was amazing in this game. In that first period, scaring the crap out of me. You were right, yeah. And I don't, maybe maybe I was wrong. I was watching on a big screen. I was far away. But that dude looked like he was giving up juicy friggin' rebound after juicy yeah, friggin' rebound. he was making rebound. the saves. He was making the saves. They were coming out like He was 10 not containing them. And that was what really hurt him in the game before that, I think. was it, Or maybe game three or whatever. Yeah, the he, first stop he had was like even a really, I don't know, shaky stop. That was the one that was like kind of between his legs and he covered it, but he didn't really cover it and they blew the whistle and I was mm-hmm. like, oh boy, please buddy, you gotta get some puck control. Yeah. But... To his credit, he made all seventeen saves. He kept the team in it. I mean, you're you're you could be you could be done after that period. Mm-hmm. It could be three nothing again. Um, at seventeen twenty two, Brad Marchand got a slashing penalty against Bennington, which is the polite way of saying that he speared him in the testicles. Um, 
Brad Marchand is a little rodentine piece of shit. I don't think we need to discuss that any <laughs> I'm further. I'm surprised he hasn't done more, quite honestly. I, and in this game, so this is just one of the points I want to make in the build-up to the travesty of a tripping call that mm. we'll have to discuss. But um, in this game, he spears our uh, goalie in the genitals. <laughs> he slew-footed Colton Pareko at one point. And he ducked under Vladimir Tarasenko to make a knee-on-knee hit that should be like a 25-game suspension. Here's the thing. Head injuries are terrible. They're terrible. They're terrible, 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 terrible. Very rarely does a hit to a head end a career. You take out a dude's knee, that could be it. Mm-hmm. Look at Robbie Fabry. Robbie Fabry... You know, I I really hope he rebounds and has like a, a an improved year next year. Whether it's even for us, mm-hmm. wherever he's playing, I hope he's a better player. He's never going to be who he could have once been. Yeah, there's it's, like it's just done. It's a and miracle. We talked about that before the series. It's it's like you said. Or go ahead. Sorry, I was no, just say it's a miracle that you come back and become even like more than half the yeah. player you are yeah. in any knee injury in like any sport. That hit where he ducked under Tarasenko was so dangerous and so dirty and so vile. It's so and awful. It, and it's right in front of the ref, and they just don't care because it's Brad Marchand, and it's baked into the cake. And that's the thing we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about uh, Cassidy's comments after the game and stuff, but like... I think that's the difference in this series in terms of media attention. It's like the the Blues are such a dirty team, and it's like we're far less dirty than the Bruins. But because everybody already knew what the story yeah, was with the point. Bruins, it's like who the hell is like Ivan Barbashev so dirty? And it's like he's not. He's he's not mm-hmm. that he shouldn't have been suspended for that hit, which we'll also talk about. Um, but like. I saw people saying the Marchand thing wasn't so bad because he didn't really, he didn't actually make contact and do the thing. Uh-huh. The Tarasenko was like, yeah, I get they can't actually suspend well, him or I mean, fine like him for stuff. Him. But yeah, but it was like, it's the intent too, yeah. man. Like you, that's just dirty as shit. But like you said. That's a 15 yard penalty that's brand in Marchand. the NFL, where, which is a full contact <laughs> sport. <laughs> yeah. I, you're right. I think you're right though. I think everyone knows the Bruins. Play, play a little on the edge, a little dirty, and now because the Blues are too, and they don't know who the Blues are, now they're shocked like the first time that they saw the Bruins. Like, who's there's this other team that's yeah. doing this? Well, and I saw someone tweet, and forgive me, I can't remember who it was, but they said something about, like, the big bad Blues the Bruins are worried about are Bozak, Sunquist, and Barbashev, who combine for, like, way fewer penalty minutes than Brad Marchand had alone this year. Mm. And that's just it. It's like, it's not, it's, it's, we're hitting hard. We're, we're finishing our checks. We're hitting. That's how you play, man. In the Stanley Cup, I, I'm, I really, like, I would be fine if hits were just illegal. I, honest to God, like, I, as, as far as you can be along the, like, get dirty hits out of the game, I am as far down that road that you can be to the point where I'm like, if it prevents a serious concussion, just remove him from the game. But 
if they're in the game and legal in the Stanley Cup final, mm-hmm. you should be hitting as hard and as high as you legally can. That's what I don't All understand, man. People and the Bruins are, are doing weird, it too. These people are taking this weird high horse. Like you can't be making dirty plays like that. If you watch the Stanley Cup Finals or the Stanley Cup playoffs ever in any year, last year, the year before, you don't have to go back too far. There's always borderline hits. Hits that are like, was that dirty? Was it not dirty? And I'm not saying don't penalize or do whatever you want for that game. I don't give a shit. It's a matter of people like, I can't believe it's happening. You can't believe it's happening. Yeah. This happens every year, if, yeah. if not worse. I've heard people go, this is much worse than previous years. I know. Do people watch the LA Kings win a Stanley Cup? Like, did they yeah. watch that? I know that was well, like, a while ago, but that's how they won. You have to play on the edge. I used to say this shit all the time when the Blues got bounced. If you're not going to play on the edge, you're going to lose. And I I know that makes some people uncomfortable. They're like, I I just want my... You want your team to win super clean, squeaky clean, and just get the cup. Like, we won on just clean hits and yada yada. But you got to get a little dirty. You have to. Well, we were talking on the... on, And I'm not even thinking anything we did was that dirty. You know (laughs) what I mean? I'm not saying like, oh yeah, you you get real dirty in there. Just like... Lay some hits. You it's can't the, let up on hits. In the Stanley Cup final, I would be pissed off if Barbashev's lining up a dude and decides, you know what? Never mind. I'll just go for the poke check there. Yeah. I want, In a split second. I want him to make that hit yeah. on Johansson. I want him to make it again. Mm-hmm. I'd have him do the same hit every single time. And yeah, he got suspended. Listen, it's it's plain and simple. We'll get there. But he's not suspended if that tripping call doesn't go miss Mm -hmm. that's not a suspendable hit it's not they basically say that in the in the video Mm. but they have to suspend him because jeremy jacobs is pissed off and quite frankly to put it bluntly if they're gonna make a sacrifice on our team it might as well be ivan barbashev i love ivan barbashev i'm not saying he's not important to this team but it's you know better him than sunquist i was like we can we can make the weirdest sentence known to mankind back in September yeah. and we go I'd rather Ivan Barber should be suspended for the love yeah, of God Oscar don't let it be Oscar <laughs> Sundquist we need Oscar Sundquist uh, yeah. if one if a blue imagine just just hear this sentence with your October ears if a blue is going to be suspended for Game 6 of the Stanley Cup <laughs> Final. Dear God, let it be Ivan Barbashev and please not Oscar <laughs> We were talking about it before this. Like, I thought they were kind of like equivalent players. They play on the same line. Yeah, and it's like, you know. And they do at points. Yeah, least, it's yeah. like more or less, same sort of thing. But no, Ivan Barbashev, we like him. Great player. I he's lo- he's really he's elevated his whole game. But he plays like 11, 12 minutes. Plays on the PK, important. This year's Ivan Barbashev is not last year's <laughs> Ivan Barbashev. <laughs> not at all. But Oscar Sundquist plays like 20 minutes a night on the ice. Oscar Sundquist like came back PK in King. game four, played the most minutes of any of our forwards, and was also arguably our best player. <laughs> it's just like... I it hurts my brain. Yeah. Um... So before we go all the way down the trip rabbit hole, let's go ahead and talk about the Blues' first goal, which is our umpteenth in the first two minutes of a period. I think we've broken that record because I think when I last heard about it, we tied the record for most goals in the playoffs in the first two minutes of the period. I'm pretty sure we at least have two since then, Mm -hmm. so I think it's ours now. 
Um, but yeah, 55 seconds into the second period, Ryan O'Reilly with his sixth of the postseason and third in two games, uh, assisted by Zach Samford with his uh, second primary assist in as many games. Has he been back? He's been back three games, right? Because he came in in the Sunquist missed game. Yeah. Where we got butchered, but he looked fine, and then he's been back in the last two wins. Yep. Um, so his third assist of the postseason, and Alex Petrangelo, who quietly has 14 assists. And this is a great play by Petrangelo. Perron wins a puck battle and knocks it back to Petrangelo at the point. And Petrangelo makes this big, hard, like, arcing pass off the far board so that it's like a triangle Mm -hmm. back behind to the trapezoid. And it keeps the puck in. It's a great play. Samford is right back there. Um, He's battling with some Bruins behind there, and he makes a, a just a phenomenally gorgeous backhand no look through the legs pass i don't know if he knows o'reilly is there or if it's just pure luck mm. but o'reilly is there he collects it he hits the backhand high over rast for the goal it's one to nothing blues place goes berserk at the enterprise center um it, it was a it was kind of a delayed de- reaction and if 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 you had if I hadn't seen this again now, mm. and you had told me first goal really dirty, like we were poking away at it in front for like a good ten mm. seconds, I would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought happened. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a very clean. It was weird. Goal. I thought I for sure Rass would have got a piece yeah. of it, but not just a clean like, backhand I just, over. Him. I just think we remember us going up. Uh, 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 you know, and it didn't. It, it was a very queen goal. You, you put it backhand up over what his glove hand, like yeah. his left shoulder. That's the that's the part to shoot out on any goalie. That's what I can't make the motion because this is a audio. I mean, you can make the motion. I'll make. Right? Let me. <laughs> may, well, it sounds like courtroom drama. I motion to dismiss. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you're trying to catch and you try and raise your hand up over your shoulder, no matter who you are. That's weird. Yeah. That's a weird movement and it doesn't really work. And Nobody that's why does this. that's why you see goalies like shrug uh, or like kind of try and stand up because that's an easier way to block that sort of shot. But that was, a, yeah, it was a fantastic backhand. I'll tell you this too. They, for all, for all the terror that was instilled in us about Tuka Rask coming into this series, mm. I don't think he's looked that good. I don't think he's looked. Fine. He's I think looked he's looked very good on, adequate. on clean looks. He gets. It's. I think we had someone like Tarasenko or someone break yeah, in on him. It was a clean look. Him with a snipe. And I was like, I think he's got it. And he but did. like, none of that. Like, we'll talk about the tripping goal. Like, mm-hmm. that's his fault more than yeah. anyone else's. That no, he's most obviously very beatable. I just like I as I've talked about before. Like there was a. I really believe there was a scenario coming into the series where. Rask is just unbeatable, and the top line's really good, and you just lose him yeah, four or five Yeah, just Jonathan Quicks us. And it's not even like you really got embarrassed. You just couldn't, like, you couldn't break through, and it has not been that, certainly on Rask's part. I think he's the kind of guy that you're not going to watch implode, at least this yeah. playoffs. So you just have to, it sounds simple, but you just have to play better. You just have to yeah. literally beat him versus be like, well, I hope he lets in some easy ones. Ah, right. Um, there's a play at near the end of that period. Oh, well, there was an interference call against David Braun at 925. Lame. Weak. Weak-ass call. Weak. Uh, then there's a play at the end of the second period, which honestly, and I said it at the time in the stadium, I said that's the play that we memorialize when we go on to lose <laughs> the Stanley Cup. 
Because I thought that was, and I thought that's the save was the thing where it's like, oh, how did you screw that up? But you did, and now you lost the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. Uh, Alex Petrangelo gets a golden opportunity with 13 seconds left on a long feed behind um, from, I can't tell who it is, but just rask his way out of his crease, and it's wide open, and David Krejci, to his credit, just blocks the shot with his chest. Uh, there's also, you know, again, a Going back to the missed call thing, there's a play here where Tori Krug is all over Oscar Sundquist. You and I were screaming and howling at the event that mm-hmm. it had to be interference. Steve Dangle saw it 180 degrees the other way and said it was holding on Sundquist because Krug's arm is through is through Sundquist's arm and mm-hmm. he's kind of holding him down. Here's the thing. That's a penalty on somebody. Mm-hmm. Something happened there. If it's the playoffs, you want to bury the whistle? Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. But then you have to get used to that all the time, and that's a major point I'll make when we go to the tripping call here in a minute. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I th- I want to say the Barbashev hit was in the second period. I don't know where exactly. Barbashev hits Johansson. Yeah. High-ish? I mean, he hits him high. Does he, hits he hit him, him in the head? He hits him high-ish, Maybe. but it's not like he hits him high like vertically because Johansson's yeah. bent over he already. He also does not lift into the hit at all. I saw people say it was an elbow, hit. and that's oh, that's right holy out. Holy sh- I saw that somebody. Right out. I saw somebody online compare it to a Matt Cook hit that ended. Oh. Who's do you know? Who oh shit! I should know. Basically, this. ended someone's career. It'll come to me eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, not comparable in any way. No. <laughs> then that no, one, no, no, a no, guy, no. the guy was skating past, and it wasn't Nathan Horton, was it? Who mm-hmm. was the guy that was traded for Nathan Horton's contract? Anyway, he was skating past, and the guy like literally like flapped his elbow like he was doing the chicken dance yeah. and hit him right in the temple. They're not comparable in any way, but because you're Boston and you've never suffered hardship, you have to consider them comparable. Um, yeah, I mean that... <laughs> They're weird. These hits are weird. Cause like Here's the thing. The Krug hit was equally high, equally forceful, and much more devastating. Mm. And also, arguably, a charge on top of all that. It doesn't get a game because he's Tory Krug. And this gets a game because there was a mistripping call and Barbashev's not a Bruin. That's, a, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing like a conspiracy theory thing. I don't care. I'd rather have the win. Just like I said with Oscar Sundquist... They call that a major penalty or a minor penalty on the ice. Maybe the Bruins score. We maybe lose the game. I'll take. I'll trade Oscar Sundquist for a game, and yeah. we lost the next game. But if I'll we hadn't had it, it's two major. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just what bugs me about these calls, and I don't think there's ever gonna be a way unless they just take hitting out of the game. Really. Mm-hmm. For this, for this to not happen, for these weird ticky tacky, did he hit him in the head a little? He was going for the shoulder, but the way your shoulder is a round thing and it's hitting their round thing and it deflects off a little and he's bent over already. Because and I'm not even gonna give him, I'm not even gonna rail Johansson being bent over. You're a hockey player. You're skating. You don't. Oh, he's skate taking a shot. Up, right? Yeah, he's playing fine. I saw people going. He's got to keep his head up. Like, yeah, but not like. God, I hate that. He I didn't have. Ha- he did not have if his I'm, head way down. If I'm gonna hate that when they say it about our guys, yeah, exactly. Game. It. I'm gonna hate it. When I really can't about complain about where Johansson is, like his body position, all of that. Barbashev's also trying to make a clean shoulder on shoulder hit, hits him, kind of gets him in the head, no question. 
But it's like, and so I understand the suspension, and I get that that's what you see and everything, but this is always going to happen unless hitting's out of the game. And I don't really care one way or the other, but, like, this thing where, like, Bacchus and those guys, like, this is the stuff they're trying to take out of the game. I'm like, you're telling... I get what you're saying is, like, look at Johansson, think about it, maybe go for a different hit, but, like, is he supposed to go way lower? Is Ivan Barbashev supposed to be, like, kneeling to, like, get him in the rib? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they always talk about shoulder on shoulder, and guess what's on your shoulders? Your head. It's gonna... There's always gonna be a chance that you hit him in the head. Ooh, Doug Armstrong called the suspension excessive. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's, I mean, I do too, but I, you know. I get it given what we've seen this oh, playoffs. Oh, God, I just saw the Marchand play again. That's so yeah. filthy. That's what I mean. Look at the hit that Barbashev plays oh, and that, tell me it's like that. Tell that me that's... me angry. If you... Tell me Ivan Barbashev did something like Brad Marchand did in terms of, like, intent and, like, actual injury that could have happened. I really didn't think he was going to use suspension, given the fact that Sunquist hit Grizzlick and Grizzlick was like hurt on the play and then didn't come back. Yeah, they didn't so even put Johansson through protocol. That's the thing. He came back. I really thought, like, okay, maybe in a regular season game he gets a fine, sort of thing. But like, uh, it was I don't, Mar- it was Mark Savard. Thank I you. Just saw that tweet again. But I don't. Which they're not comparable. At I don't all. mind the suspension so much. What I mind is people telling me that Barbara, like, how could you, Barbara how could you do that? Player. How could yeah. you do that? How could you do that? Because it's hockey and he's playing for the Stanley Cup final and he tried to hit him shoulder on shoulder. He hit him a little bit, hit him in the head. It sucks. It's unfortunate. The suspension happened, but do not give me this bullshit that he's head hunting. That's fucking horse shit. Barbashev does not hit with the point of his elbow at all. Oh no. His he elbow's down his, the whole he time. He keeps his arm to his side. He pushes into the check a little bit because that's how a check works. I love that. They go, he kind of goes into him. Like, yeah, yeah. he didn't just like <laughs> skate in front of him and stop moving. For one thing, the dude's about to run into him. You can dislocate your shoulder if you just let his force hit your <laughs> immobile shoulder, you know? Mm. Like, it's... <sighs> if you don't like that those this hits is, happen, then you're going to have to take This is out. as simple as... And this is what bugs me. It really is as simple as he's suspended because of the mistripping call. And I almost just, I kind of mm. wish they could say that. Because mm. if they, honestly, as, as, as bullshit get, as that. They didn't that, get a no. makeup call after that. Mm, they, huh? There was, I think there was one that didn't call for us, us? that yeah. was kind of makeup-y, but. I was surprised I, they like, didn't. I know, I know in a way that's like, well, that's bullshit. You shouldn't suspend a guy for a missed call but like if they just said that fine then we can stop discussing it we can i mean we'd i'm sure we'd still discuss whether that was fair or allowed. not like <laughs> yeah i it's it's just it's it's not and i just it's not a dirty hit is it a dangerous hit yes they don't draw that line often enough to me mm-hmm. They don't draw the line. You you compare it, and and obviously the the Wilson hit was much more severe on Sunquest. But you compare those two. You compare the Cook hit, the guy like this moron tried to do. They're just night and day. You can just see how different they are with one look at them. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me it doesn't matter that one was in the preseason and one was in the Stanley Cup final. Who, you know, like who was the guy that went high on Steen? Was it Krug? Um, yes, probably. Krug's, Krug and McAvoy are both dirty yeah. as hell. And I know I'm just a, just an individual, so I don't speak for the fan base. Or, you know what? 
annoying, kind of a little high, I'm fine with that because it's fucking playoff hockey and it was a borderline hit. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. It sucks, but like that, I don't know. Maybe I'm just I I totally buy into the two rules thing that people hate about hockey. There's a set of rules for the regular season. There's a set of rules for the playoffs, like how physical you can be, what the fuck's getting mm-hmm. called, and people hate it. I to- I'm here for it, man. I'm totally fine with it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because <laughs> it's always been that way, and so it's just baked into me. But, like, yeah, in the playoffs, it gets a lot more physical because they're playing for this thing they want their whole goddamn life. And call blatant shit. But don't call, and, you know, but stuff where it's just them being really physical, mm-hmm. don't call that stuff. Yeah. And that's, like... <laughs> Maybe that makes me a dirty Neanderthal. I'm not saying go. I'm not saying go for the head. You know what I mean? I'm not saying go and injure the guy. But I'm just saying don't bled up and be like, well, I don't want to do. Don't want to do something that might cause an injury because that's hockey and that's every hit you'll ever lay. It's just yeah, exactly. And that's the thing where I'm like, if you just take them out, if you just take hits out of the game, you we can't don't have this. Take the competitiveness out of these guys. There is no. There's no way. So these hits are either going to happen or you take hitting out. Yeah. But I'm with you. Yeah, that's a that's a suspension from the trip. The missed trip call. This is a suspension. I do want to say, did you have somewhere in the Sanford hit Krug? Like that was a that was pretty close. It was a shoulder on shoulder, maybe a shoulder to the head, because Krug is like four foot seven and Zach Sanford is a much taller human. Right, being. which you're not allowed to take into account. Yeah. Such BS. When Zidane Chara knocks someone's teeth down their throat, that's you're talking about, well, he's so much taller, how could he avoid it? But yeah. like, here we go. Yeah. I mean, the Krug hit. Sanford on Krug. The Sanford I think it's Krug the same is, line. It's it's just looking at this, mm-hmm. it's worse. It's yeah. distinctly worse. That's what I mean. And like, it's like. Spin the wheel. And that's the thing, too, about the. About the Do you think, and I think this is true. This is another conspiracy also, theory. Krug's dirty. Johansson's not. Also, this hit, blatantly interference. Mm-hmm. I don't think... That's not one of the ones that was called, though. No, no, they didn't call it. But, like, Krug not at the puck, reaching for the puck. Sanford, out of nowhere, with his shoulder into his chest or head. His head whips back. Barbashev finishing a hit on a guy that just shot the puck. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just a... You can't... I mean, could you call that, like, a late hit? No. you No, you can't. can't. (laughs) I was going to say maybe, but no, you can't. Like, it's that bang, bang. (laughs) And that's the thing with the... Uh, I, I, I want to move past... Because we're not even think, <laughs> to the thing we're supposed to be yelling about. But, like... What a game. Um, The Sunquist suspension. They're like, he came in... He had a ton of time mm-hmm. <laughs> to see his numbers. He could have adjusted his path. The head was the primary point of contact. And he caused injury, so we're suspending him. The Barbashev hit... Was none Did of those not things. have time. <laughs> they made the argument that the head was the primary point of contact, even though they admitted that it was also shoulder to I shoulder. That's the primary, even though he hit both things. And um, the guy was not injured. Still a one-game suspension. And as I said in a tweet, they say they they openly say this isn't one of those things where it's like, well, you know. Keep it quiet, but this is how we decide this. They openly say one regular season game or one playoff game is equal to regular season games. 
that's how we have to do Did it. Did I see some other math? I could be wrong that like a Stanley Cup final game was like worth more because I mean technically I mean, it, should, it be. should be. But like Anyways. either way, yeah, yeah. That hit you're telling me that gets two games in the regular season. My ass, my ass. No that way. gets two games. That doesn't get penalized in the regular season. He gets a, a penalty in the game yeah. and he maybe gets fined. And that's the difference. And there's no rules, and they just make shit up as they go along. And at some point, that gets confusing. It's so weird to me because people complain about the refs, and we do too, and I'm rightfully so. And, <laughs> and like, I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't, but they do the weird thing where there's like, it's almost like a like us thing. It's uh-huh. like just if you're gonna be a certain way, just stick to it. But instead, it's like, well, we'll suspend them because we missed the trip, and it's like, okay, and like, but now, we, now St. Louis doesn't like us, so now we gotta give this thing, so they like, you know, it's like this weird, like, no, just stick. If you're gonna have shitty guns, just stick to your shitty guns and don't get shittier. And by making these weird, like, back and forth calls, I can't believe if this is real, if this is a real thing, that when these coaches talk and they're like the refs did this, the refs did that, that these refs go. Oh no! Okay, guys, 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 guys. We they did not like the game we called last mm-hmm. game. They did not like it. We got to change that shit up immediately. Like if that's even like one percent of what goes on mm-hmm. when people are complaining, your league's fucked up. Yeah, your league's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is too, if they don't do that and they just keep calling their shitty game, you're calling a shitty game. So that's fucked up too. Yeah. There's no winning with NHL refs. There's it's not. All, it's all bad. I'm with you, Bruins fans. When we get, are we there yet? Are we at the trip? Yeah. Are we there? Yeah, we might as well I'm, go there. I'm with you, Bruins fans. I am with you on the officials. I'm not with you on Blues fans somehow not being allowed to celebrate a mm. win or a goal. I'm not really with you on the Blues playing dirty. But NHL officiating, being a black eye, as uh, their coach said, hundred percent. Yep, real shitty. That's not that's not gonna sully anything that happens after that for me, because guess what? It's been real shitty for I don't know, as far as I can tell, 10, 11, 12 years, a long time. Uh-huh. So yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Uh blues score ten minutes and thirty-six seconds into the third period. David Perron, his seventh, O'Reilly's fourteenth assist, Taylor Bozak's eighth. Assist. Obviously, the crux of this play is Achari with the puck along the boards. He dusts it off for way too long. There are three, three, I think, points of complaint, four points of complaint here. Oh, Jesus. Where the reaction is like a little too much. He dusts it off too long. He shoots it half a second sooner. It clears the zone. Mm-hmm. Maybe he still gets tripped. Then it definitely gets called. It's penalty, power play. Who knows? Um, but he dusted it off way too long. Bozak coming around the corner. You've all seen the play. Trips him. Definitely trips him. He trips him. It's yeah, a trip. It's a trip. It's a trip. I so saw let's people get that argue out of the immediately. Way. It's, that it's wasn't. A dead it is. It just red is. trip. It Put. is. I know the argument of like, well, actually, if you trip a guy with your stick while playing the puck, it's not a trip. It's a trip. Put Achari tripping Bozak's back, you know, flipping let's around. Just, you'd be fucking furious. Let's just not be children. Yeah. It's a trip. They're not going to take the goal away from you by admitting it's a trip now. Does he embellish? <laughs> Probably. His leg goes pretty His high. His leg goes real high. His leg goes and, pretty high. And Steve Dangle says, I don't know how his leg goes that high if he's not tripped. And I'm like, I'll tell you how. By kicking it out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's Pele. And I'm not like, he got tripped. He got tripped. But 
the referees are looking at this. I keep seeing this referred to as a missed call. Mm. This is not a missed call. Didn't they say they the made a judgment yes, call? Yeah. The referees are looking at it. This is nothing like the hand pass, and I'm not making an excuse. We benefited almost as much as the Sharks did from the hand pass, mm-hmm. the only being difference being that the game wasn't just over then. But they're looking at this. They're watching it happen. They're like, nope, not tripping. Mm-hmm. And you can say that's bullshit. I would agree with you, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, totally feel your pain, Boston fans. But it's not a missed call. It's a wrong call. There you go. And that's a big difference to me. That's a huge difference. You can say what you will about the officiating. It's been awful. At the same time, these are the guys that have survived this far. <laughs> these are the best not ones only, we got. Not only are you supposed to enter the playoffs with your very best officials, but these are the guys that on top of that have survived being shit-canned out of the playoffs mm-hmm. for this or that infraction throughout the course of the postseason and just survived as opposed to Wes McCulley, who got himself killed in Game 6. So this this is not only the best we've got, this is all we've got at this point. And they saw it, they didn't make the call. The puck goes out to Perron, he knocks it back in before the Bruins make a play on him. They don't close on him very quick. I don't know if they're thinking that's a trip, why isn't the whistle blowing? And they're in their own head. They don't close on Perron at the line, they can make a play there, they don't. The puck goes back in, O'Reilly gets it, O'Reilly is hooked. He's very much hooked. Mm -hmm. He's hooked, and he's brought to the ice by a player who's behind him. The player reaches his stick around and plays a puck that he has no angle on and then brings O'Reilly down to the ice. That, like we said about the Sunquist thing, is a penalty. I don't know what you call it. I don't care what you call it. That's a penalty. Mm -hmm. But, doesn't matter. O'Reilly gets it away. Perron gets it. He makes this big loop. The Bruins have given up on the play because... They are still pissed about the penalty they didn't get. Perron pays enough attention to skate around, take what I can only assume was a pass to Bozak on the, so. on the backside. Yeah. And Krug tries to come out and play it. It hits him pat, his pad at the wrong angle. It's horrible. It's horrible by Krug. And that's the real that's my real big problem with this. Krug. That's on him. Mm. Your goalie should just. It goes back. It goes back to all the discussions we had about Allen so long ago in this season, where it was like, well, you know, he should never have been put in that position. And it's like, yes, he shouldn't have. They they should have called the whistle. Also, he's the goalie. He's there to stop the puck from going in the mm-hmm. net. He does not. In fact, he aids it in going <laughs> into the net. It slides off his pad between his legs into the net. It's two nothing. The Blues are up. Yeah, I mean, they tell you to play to the whistle, and... One team did? Yeah, Bruins didn't. I get that that's going to be a gut reaction that's built into you. You're like, where's the call? Bozak puts his arms up while looking at the ref, kind of like, you're going to call that a trip, and then realizes that there was nothing (laughs) called. Like, it's the funniest thing. He's given up pretty much, and they're like, oh, still going. He also, though, wasn't skating to the box like Bruce Cassidy said. But much in the same way, because I saw people, I mean, I get it. You're very passionate. You're an angry Bruins fan. Mm -hmm. You're probably even a nice Bruins fan, but you're angry. I'll give them that. You're (laughs) angry, though. And I saw people saying weird shit like the blues, like, 
I saw, I mean, it's a, it's probably a child tweeting this, but it was like someone was saying like the blue should have stopped playing or should have done whatever because there was a penalty that should have been called or something. No, you play to the whistle, man. And like, it's the same thing as the hand pass only in the sense that I don't blame the Sharks for still playing and firing the puck in the back of that because they didn't blow the play dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it. Play. Play the whole fucking game. You know, play the game. Yeah. And that's, you know, trip, one uncalled, keep playing. You have to keep playing the game. Yeah. You play to win the game. Yeah. It's, Hello. It goes both ways. And it's just like, I don't... After the missed call, that's on you. And like you also said, it's a 1-0 game. It turns 2-0, but it's 1-0. We don't score there. It, we're still leading. And I've seen people say, well, you know, it would have been 1-1 because the Bruins scored later. And this is one of my biggest pet peeves oh, in all God. of sports. That game does not play out in any way that it played out if the trip is called. They get a power play. They score there. They don't score there. We rally off a penalty kill. We score three goals. That's 4 nothing. Bruins score a goal on the power play. They get another power play after they score another goal. They win 2-1. Who the fuck knows? There's no... You didn't just... You don't just subtract that event. This is getting very metaphysical. You don't just subtract that event and the rest of the game continues as it does. It changes. It completely changes. I think about... So don't tell me it was... You take the tripping call and it's 1-1 and it's anyone's game because it wasn't. It's a 1-0 lead and you have zero idea what was going to happen. I think about that all the time because, and I tweeted this yesterday, I think it just, and I'm not trying to do the thing where it's like we have had more injustice done to us than you, Bruins (laughs) fans, but like... It doesn't compare to the hand pass. It doesn't. The, the game ends. The yeah, game's game just over. over. And I tweeted yesterday, you give us 10 minutes after the hand pass, I am certain we tie that game. This team, yeah. I'm certain we do. And I'm not saying I'm not saying the Bruins didn't get screwed. I'm not. I'm also not down with the, the Blues stole this game because first of all they didn't not call the trip that's oh that's my biggest thing that's the refs they, be angry at the refs tyler brozak whatever whatever criminal evilness evil intent you want to assign to him he was not in that moment thinking i will trip achari so that they don't call a penalty and we score and we can steal this game yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was maybe he was actively thinking, I'm gonna trip him because that's my best play here. Yeah. He wasn't. Was like, he put a stick not. in a place, a guy tripped over it. That's what really happened. But like you can't the only blue who stole this game is Jordan Bennington. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a travesty that he you, if you if Tori if Tuka Rask scored saved thirty seven of thirty eight shots in a game, do you think we'd ever hear the end of it? I'm like, that's the story. We haven't yeah. even heard the beginning of Jordan Bennington, and I get that the trip, but I I really think if the tables were turned, it would be also Tuka Rask was amazing. Mm. I haven't heard that much. You're not going to win games scoring one goal. You're just not. No. You, normally, you're not winning games scoring two goals. We should have scored more goals. I'll make that argument. But the Bruins, man, you're not going to win a game scoring one goal. You're just not. And that's, there's your problem. Though, you know, that would have been, maybe it's holding on Sunquest. I'm lean towards its interference on Krug, but that's sort of a wash. And those two players are just out of the play. And maybe it's just, 
a goal there, and then it's 2 nothing there, and it's a late-period goal, and the Bruins just don't come back. Like, like you said, that game can play out 10 billion different ways, but what certainly doesn't happen is they call the trip, and then at 13-32, Jake DeBrus scores an even-strength goal, and it's tied, and then it goes to overtime, and the Bruins win. That's not how it plays out, because that's impossible. That's a different timeline. Yeah. I'm not, like, a chaos theory guy, but there's a point wherein, like... I don't believe that there were 10 parallel timelines where they did call that trip, mm -hmm. but I do believe that there's an alternate timeline where they called that trip, and we don't know what happened because it didn't start. You know? Exactly. Like, the Bruins do... Is it a different game if they call the trip? Yes. Of course. Is it, is it a Bruins victory? I don't know. Do the Bruins have a better chance of winning? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I guess because they lost. <laughs> but like... <laughs> But they I mean, don't have a worse chance of winning. Yeah, they exactly. don't have a better chance of not winning. But it's just like, I don't... It's over. To me, it's over. And I know we can say those Blues fans. Oh, they call the discussion. Yeah. But at the same time, we saw the hand pass, and guess what? We talked We talked about plenty. Oh, I talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you talked about plenty. But then it was over. It had Craig Bruby pretty much said it to the team. You just move on. It is what it is. It's done. Let's... Let's finish the the game, and then we can yeah. talk about Cassidy's comments, because I think those are important. Uh, DeBrus does score his goal at 13-32, fourth of the postseason, just four for Jake DeBrusque. I thought he was real good. Turns out he's fine. Fourth of the postseason? Yeah. Oh. Not of the series, of the postseason. Oh. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> um, Oscar Sunquist, not queen on the zone exit, not so good. Very bad, in fact. And then he high sticks Tori Krug. Uh, but Krug shakes it off, dishes to a wide open DeBrus. Five of our defenders are on the right side of the ice. Looked like a classic about mid-November goal. And uh, DeBrus buries the one-timer pass. Bennington, it's inches from the line uh, on offsides. It doesn't go over. Not a good look for Sunquist. Not a good look for anyone else on the ice. Not a great look for Bennington. It is what it is. It's two to one. It's puckered lips time. Oh, the boy. Bruins get five more shots. They we don't score on the empty net, of course. <laughs> um, the, we don't win either of the late faceoffs. O'Reilly at like nineteen seconds and seventeen seconds has a chance to win a faceoff. He doesn't, but we hold on. It's two to one. Blues have a three two series lead in the game. In in the series, Bruins thirty nine to twenty one on the shots. The Blues did have fifty nine percent of the faceoffs. Penalties were. We were 0 for 1 on the power play. They were 0 for 3. 34 hits to their 43. Blocks were even at 15. We had 7 giveaways. They had 4. After the game, Bruce Cassidy was a big old whiny baby. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's important. And we'll, we'll talk about why. He basically mm -hmm. said... Um, that it was a black eye on the league. He said, sure. I'm, a I'm a fan of hockey, and this is embarrassing for hockey, which is like, I, I of love course that. you're a fan of hockey. <laughs> you're an NHL coach. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, whatever. I'm a student of the game. Yeah. Of course but you are. Anyway, the the real thing he said that, to me, is, is the biggest sign is he talked about... Um, I really think just the whole tone of this series changed when my counterpart, meaning Craig Bruby, whined about the officiating. 
Craig Berube, I don't even know if we talked about it at the time mm-hmm. on this podcast because it seems so relatively insignificant, but he just made offhanded comment. I really, like maybe I'm doing the rose-colored glasses thing, but basically to me he made an offhand comment about, not offhand, let's not discredit it that much, but mm-hmm. he said basically we were the least penalized team in the playoffs coming into the series. Now we've been penalized 11 times in two games. I don't agree with all of the calls. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying the refs have been screwing us. He wasn't saying the refs are full of shit. He wasn't Pete DeBoer. God knows he wasn't Pete DeBoer. He just said, I don't agree with all of the calls because mm-hmm. we were the least penalized. Now we're magically five penalty a game team. How does that up add up? Which was true. <laughs> yeah. And I, I honestly, like, I, again, I'm not trying to read too much into this, be too positive. I think we're in their heads I think, I think it's the same thing that the Sharks did at the end of the series where it was like, well, they're trying to kill us. And it's like, we're playing hard, we're playing fast, we're playing physical. Jesus. Buck up or get out of the way. I'm not, we're trying to win a Stanley Cup. If you're not... Yeah, neither of us are man, men's men or whatever, <laughs> but like... Fucking just nut up, dude. Like, it's they're trying, like you said, sorry, they're trying to win the Cup. Like, yeah. Yeah. They are going to try and kill you a little bit. It's like a war. This whole thing is a marathon. It's just a war of attrition. Yeah. It's always been that way. Are you crazy? And it's like... Here's the thing. And again, this isn't like a great look for us, what I'm about to say. But like... (laughs) Oh, God. I hear people talk about, well, the league is fixed for the Bruins. No, it's not. But... (laughs) In this series, Mm -hmm. if you honestly think, if you honestly think the Blues are more likely to get the benefit of the doubt on a call, on any call, just Mm -hmm. on black and white call X, you're insane. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. When did he make that comment? Uh, Baruby? Yeah, sorry. Either after game, either between two and three or three and four. I want to say two and three, though. There's been less calls. Overall, I still, I they still think they're getting more. They calls haven't been than penalized. Us. I think I think we've had more penalties in every yeah. game. I mean, this game we had we we took three and they took one. The Bruins are an East Coast team. They're an original six team. Their owner is very influential in the league. He's a kind of a vile person. He's a bad person. He's a bad human being. <laughs> he, they're historic. They have the more iconic jersey, not the better jersey. We obviously had the better jersey, mm-hmm. but they have the more <laughs> iconic jersey. They have the higher profile players. Yeah. They have the reputation of being big and strong and physical. And so, hey, it's just when Brad Marchand tries to separate uh, Vladimir Tarasenko's patella from the rest of his leg. Hey, it's just boys being boys. It's just Brad being Brad. Mm-hmm. Oh, we slapped him on the wrist earlier when he tried to cut off their goaltender's testicles. We don't mm-hmm. need to do anything for this. It's just Brad being Brad. They're they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. All I'm saying is, with all of that, if the the Blues got a call. The Blues did not get a call because the league are trying to screw the Bruins. The Blues did not get a call. And, and in, a, in a broader sense, going back to the, the Sharks-Bruins point, they're not ignoring calls for the Blues. They're not giving the Blues the repeated benefit of the doubt because they haven't earned that. Mm-hmm. 
Greg Maddox, the pitcher, by the end of his career, his strike zone was 14 feet tall and 38 <laughs> feet wide. But the reason that it was was because he was one of the greatest pitchers of all time, and he had better command than anybody else had ever had. And over a 20-year career, umpires were just like, well, hell, if he threw it, it was probably a strike. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can get to that point. But if one of these two teams has gotten to that point, it's not the Blues. Mm-hmm. If one of the Sharks or the Blues have gotten to that point, it's not the Blues. So maybe, maybe we're playing a physical game right at the line, mm-hmm. and we're... we're Playing better than you, maybe, just maybe. And I think when you go into the locker room, because I to me there is a difference between what Baruby said. Yeah. I don't agree with all the calls. And Cassidy saying that's an effing missed call. Mm-hmm. It was, it was. Craig Baruby would not have said that. Well, you heard what he said in the hand yeah. pass. He's like, what do you think? And he's Why like, that's all, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. And that's a better approach. Do you think Bruce Cassidy endeared himself to the referees? Do you think the referees are now more likely to call things in his favor because of what he said? No. (laughs) They sure aren't. The after, the post-game pressers and the stuff of the refs is a game within itself. And there's ways to play it and there's ways to not play it. And that was not the way to play it. And especially to your team, they're grown men. They should be able to think for themselves and figure it out. But, like, that's your that's your coach coming out there and just being really pissed off about it. I mean, you're probably pissed, too, but he needs to lead you in the direction of now we're over it. Mm-hmm. We're over it already. But he's but he's in, the, he's in the media sounding like a pissed child. And I'll give him this, still not as bad as Pete DeBoer. Pete DeBoer <laughs> complains when he wins a game. Pete DeBoer complains when he gets five power plays and we get one, and they're just they needed more of them. Mm. But... I agreed with some of his stuff. I mean, black eye seems, I don't know, a little harsh, I guess. But I mean, it's like, over the course of the whole Yeah, post-season? the whole thing? Yeah, I agree with him for sure. Real embarrassing. And again, it's one of those things where it's like if we win the Stanley Cup in the year where, the, you know, people, if, if 20 years from now, mm-hmm. the story of this postseason is got all the bad calls and also the Blues won their first cup. Mm-hmm. You think I give a shit? I don't mm, give a shit. <laughs> whatever. I don't care. More likely than not. I mean, in all honesty, really, that shit's just going to fade, man. It's like it's like all the non-hits of a hit band. They're just going to go away, and you're just going to remember the hits. Like, For talk, better or worse here. We talk about it like it's so much worse. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure in, a, in some way it is. But also, I don't remember an individual thing... At all from last year's postseason. And granted, we weren't in it. Mm. But, like, I'm sure there was stuff at the time that people were just as mad about. Yeah, exactly. This happens all the time. But, like, what dirt, what dirty play? Seriously, what dirty play have the Blues been a part of this final? Like, dirty. Dirty, dirty, well, dirty Well, I mean, play. the argument they would make is the Sanford head or the Barbershop head. Or but I guess I'm thinking in my head, though. Was that like a knee on knee? Like Dustin Brown tried to take Jaden Schwartz out of the game in like 2014 or like 2013, 2012? Was that like the was, was that, that the Brent Burns on top of Tarasenko? Just you know what? We're scrum for the puck. Just gonna you know, punch the fucking ribs. I'm just gonna give him that because that's just hockey. 
I think, at least we're just trying to hit, seriously. At I least think, we're just trying to hit people. I I think if you're trying to argue around those lines, the dirtiest thing I can think of is Bennington elbowing Bacchus in the nose, mm-hmm. and Bacchus was on top of him. Mm-hmm. Seriously, Bacchus was pushing down on top of him, trying to hurt our goaltender because Bacchus is dirtier than a wet two dollar bill. And argue the hits, but those are in the game. Here's I've the, seen teams win the cup on with much dirtier shenanigans you know going what? on. No one on our play, biting, licking, know, any of that. You know what? No one on our team has done. They have not at any point seen a guy on his knees. Turned yeah. away from them, looked around to see if an official was watching them, skated up to that player, gone pop, and punched him in the back of the head, mm-hmm. and then skated away like a scared little coward. No one on our team has done that. No and so I'm a, a little yeah. sick of the high and mighty act from Bostonians in particular. As what, what, who's the NHL network guy? Oh, Mike Rupp. Mike Rupp made the point about like a team with Brad Marchand on it cannot complain yeah. about dirty play or getting the benefit of the doubt on calls or whatever exactly. I'm he telling said. you, there's a reason the Krug hit from Samford gets nothing, or like Samford hit on Krug gets nothing. And granted, Barbashev on Johansson got a suspension, but there was no penalty on it. There's a reason that gets something versus the other one because Tori Krug is a little bit of a dirty asshole. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Johansson isn't. And if you're going to ride the line of being kind of a fucking prick on the ice, when you get a hit and it's a, it's a, of you know a call where it's wishy washy right on the line. Sometimes the refs gonna go. You know what? Tory Krug probably fucked with somebody and I didn't see it. And I've seen him fuck with people before. So if Zach Sanford hits him and it's a little like, uh, was it a high hit? Was it not? You're probably gonna go. You know what? He probably deserved it. <laughs> I mean, unless it's you know what I mean, like a blatant just swing at his head, wishy washy right on the line call. Yeah, probably deserved it. But Marcus Johansson gets slammed by, you know, some other guy you don't know. You go, ooh, I don't know about that. That seems a little high. You know what hasn't happened this whole series that dominated the Hurricane series? Brad Marchand hasn't goaded anyone into anything. Mm-hmm. That's the line he likes That's to walk. That's true. He wants to go over. And listen, he's, he's, a, he's a fucking magician at it. Oh, no. He's like I the best. I hate him. Like, I hate him best. so much. But he's so good at it. Why... Against Justin Williams, he, like, put the C on his chest and, like, motioned to the box. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. And he, he made Justin Williams, Mr. Game 7, lose his mind <laughs> in what probably is his last deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. He made him lose his mind. And no one on the Blues has come close I love to losing it. their mind. I was I forgot so, I was so worried about that to start the series. Like, please, for the love of God, I don't want, like, Alexander Steen to just fucking he, lose his shit. Yeah. Yeah, and you think they're going to now? Yeah, I'm like... Like, Brad Marchand is done. There's the nothing only, he can do The only way Brad Marchand affects this series now is by playing well. I was like, if he shows and up... And he can't do that because... And I'm not saying, like... Bergeron or Pasternak can, mm-hmm. but I don't think Brad Marchand can play at his best without people responding to his stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're just not, we're just not at all. And I just, yeah, I mean, I just, this team hasn't been dirty. 
they don't, they really, the stuff between the whistles, Corey Crawford on Robbie Fabry. Mm-hmm. I even respect that play. <laughs> but, but seriously, like that yeah. sort of, like whatever, like that, we have not done that crap. That's what I mean. What are your weird shenanigans that we've done? I'm If it's the hits, it's the hits, and I get it. But like, what's your weird, there's been way weirder shit after the call, or after whistles for like every team ever in any playoffs before. We're literally just playing hard. We're yeah. playing hard hockey on the line. No, I'm serious. There's been no weird shit. We don't even have we don't even have a trademark goon. Yeah, who's the last guy? year? The Capitals won with Tom Wilson, and he was across the ice from Ryan Reeves. This year, it's obviously Brad Marchand, and they've got David Backus on top of that. Who's our guy? Pat Maroon. <laughs> Who hasn't really done anything? Not I mean, honestly, at all, this, really, this, this series, series yeah. but like, yeah, I, I don't. I mean. We're probably giving it more time than it's yeah. worth, but it's just like, I there's nothing, there is nothing that will take mm-hmm. away from this for me. I needed this. I needed to get all this, and, this yeah, venom out. And I want to be happy, and we're going to be happy, but like... Oh, I don't care if they do it. Oh, this is this well, whole yeah, episode like, under the rug. But like, let them burn. I really think... Oh, if the entire if, league says the Blues won this in an awful way. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I have Daenerys if, Targaryen this whole thing. and just like, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck all y'all. I don't give a shit. Cups ours. Out the way. We can be the new villain. Yeah. Oh, I'd kind of like it. It'd be you a little gonna, fun to be the heel. Yeah. It'd be a little fun if you were like the heel. And like, man, the St. Louis Blues piece of shit team. Like, yeah. Oh, let it wash <laughs> over me, please. You hate us because you ain't us. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, we... If... I will say this. I don't know how tomorrow night plays out. I, I know how I want it to play out. I know how I hope it plays out. Mm-hmm. I know how I think it could and arguably should play out. I will say this. This may be the only thing I ever say with certainty. If the Boston Bruins spend one second, one second of that game thinking about game five and the trip, it's over. It's over. It's done. They're in the rearview mirror. They're absolutely demolished in game six, and it's over, and we climb Mount Everest to the summit and say hello to Edmund Hillary. It's a ghost. <laughs> um, I, ju- I really like mm-hmm. that's And that's, that's why the, the Cassidy comments give me hope because we're just doing our thing. And, and that's the thing. Like if we do the thing, this team has been as unaffected by the other team as any Blues team, any team really that I've ever watched has mm. ever been. They just kind of don't care. At what point have we lost our crap? Mm. We could have done it in the hand pass. I talked about it in that crazy rambling solo podcast with Justin's help that I did after the hand pass game. Mm. I said, listen, I don't think they will, but if this team doesn't win a game again, I can't blame them. Because how could you not? I think mm. were my exact words. It was mm. like, how could you not just lose your mind and just mm-hmm. play like crap after that. And they didn't for a second. They didn't for a second. I mean, they should have lost game four, but I don't think it was because of the hand pass. Mm. I, I just, like, I, I really see this team. I see the Bruins being on their heels a little bit. I see this team storming out of the gate in game six at home. I'm telling you, it's, if it's a loss, if it is a loss, and I don't think it will be, it's the fucking closest loss you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% confident in that. It is the grittiest, fucking closest, 
nine posts and like <laughs> the fucking puck was on the line like yeah. 20 times sort of lost yeah like there's no way there's zero way this team just fucking folds i mean there's i'm losing my mind there is zero way it's ridiculous because in past seasons hell in game five of the winnipeg series yeah, of we course like, they'll fold <laughs> there's, there's zero chance they don't fold yeah there's zero chance that's that's what this team is this year, just and like and, and I saw somebody tweet about it, and and I do want to reiterate this in case it all somehow goes south. You have, I mean, you have to be so proud of this team. This is this is the best Blues team you ever watched. It just is. It's Whether they seal the thing, true. it's not even close. It's not even close, and not like here's the thing too. It's like <laughs> there's a there's a situation where you get red hot at the right time hmm. and you come back and you just win. I heard, uh, I heard Matt Duchesne talking about it in a spit and Chickwitz interview. He was talking about like, he felt like both these teams deserved to be here. And he was like, I don't know how you guys feel as former players, but when I'm watching the Stanley cup final, I don't want to see the team where I feel like I got, they got hot at the right time and just made it there. He's like, I want to see the team where it's like, I respect both those teams and feel like they earned it. Hmm. And that's the thing. The blues, could have been that team. They could have just been the hot team, and not that it would have made it any worse for us, mm-hmm. obviously, but they've been through so much adversity all season, and if they win this, they've friggin' earned it. Yeah. They friggin' they, they didn't get an easy matchup anywhere. They played all the hardest teams. They beat all the hardest teams. They slayed all the demons. Mm-hmm. The only thing that could have made it any sweeter is if we'd beaten the shark, the Blackhawks in one of the rounds, and they sucked too bad this year. <laughs> and honestly, we took care of that demon a couple years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, what, earlier when I'm saying that was like, doesn't this feel kind of easy? I only mean that in the sense that, like, I never assumed we would be at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I assumed when we got here, like, people would have died. <laughs> and there would have been, like, you know, Enterprise would have had, like, a viral outbreak. And it was, but somehow we are here. And it's just uh-huh. like, shouldn't something have happened? Shouldn't have, like, Barubi, like, died on the bench and, like, that's how you win. And it's, you know, it's like, it's like Avengers Endgame. You know, you got to bury somebody like just because there's no easy victories whatever it takes yeah exactly (laughs) but like yeah i mean in that sense but yeah this was not they've faced so much and maybe it's looked easy just because they've never blinked they just haven't they just like like you said unfazed to just keep going and i'm not i've never seen this in a blues team ever Mm. no it's unprecedented um the one thing we should mention before we get out of here is that Robert Thomas is now a game time decision oh, yeah. for game six. That he's been that the whole time. But the fact that they announced it through the app makes me think he's a little beyond a game time decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He played with his normal lines or with a normal line today in practice. Um, I'll be. I'll be. By the way, Jordan Nolan mm-hmm. also played in a role in practice, which. Is he replacing, like, Tarasenko? There's somebody that, like, doesn't yeah, practice I anymore. So, yeah. I don't practice no more. Um, I think I'd rather have, Rob, obviously, that's, like, a stupid comment, but I think I'd rather have Robert Thomas, even if he's only, like, you know, 85%, versus, like, Robbie Fabry filling in for Barbashev. I like Robbie, but, like, in a game to just... <laughs> To lock it down, I need that rookie. I need that brand-new rookie that has, like, crazy possession numbers. I need you back, buddy. You make that mar- you make that maroon Bozak line go. 
You yeah. add that back in, and that's just so dangerous. I hope he's back in. I really yeah. do. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Jeremy Rutherford made the point like as long as you're sure, uh, <laughs> um, as long as you're sure that his wrist will get through the game, mm-hmm. like you won't just suddenly be down to eleven forwards mm-hmm. five minutes into the game. What do you have to lose? Yeah. You got the guy already got kicked. You already know the spot he's taken. Mm. You don't have to like. Yep. You're yeah. not. You don't have like twelve red hot forwards that you're plucking one out on the chance that five, that Thomas will be good enough to go back in. You got eleven, and, and he's got like you're deciding between Favre, who hasn't been real good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been okay at times. He's he got the fine. goal, but he he's just not been a game changer. And he's and got Robert like Thomas, nine or ten days of rest now. Who par- and who during parts of the series, this postseason, was your team? Mm-hmm. They were. Do you remember they were double shifting him against yeah. the Sharks? Stars, I think it was Stars. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, fucking good. It's not like, yeah, it's not a weird thing that I've thought personally. Where I'm like, oh, if you put him in, is he going to be able to perform? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's already shown <laughs> that he can, so yeah. he will. So, I mean, that would be beautiful if he was there. What, it, like, <laughs> again, I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, like, you and I talked mm-hmm. about Robert Thomas like he was the savior of the Blues. Mm-hmm. We, we're so in love with him as a prospect. Imagine if he just had the cup already and just like like because with every blue with with yeah. with Federko, with hall with player with gretzky short stint with tarasenko yeah. this whole time with petrangelo with bacchus the whole story was like is he gonna be the blue that carries them mm-hmm. there and what if thomas just starts his career with one then there's say, like no unanswered questions he can't th- be a disappointment <laughs> because who cares? I was say on top of that, just think of what motivation that is where it's like, I know he he's not stupid. He gets it took a lot of effort and luck and everything to get here. Mm-hmm. That's also kind of your standard. Yeah. Now you're already kind of like, well, I can't, if I'm on this team, we're not missing the playoffs. Yeah. I got to be in the playoffs because that's what I, because that's what I know now. And this also, is what I know. since junior, he's been a playoff champion. Mm-hmm. And also on top of that, he knows that like if they win tomorrow, like he was a big part of it, but nobody's gonna be like, oh, he's still got more to do. Yeah, nobody's gonna be like Robert Thomas was the reason that mm-hmm. team. You know, he's not, he's not in the Con Smythe conversation. He's like the fourth to last guy they hand the cup to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh god. So like, yeah. I don't uh, even. I don't even. <laughs> okay, we've gone too far. We've we've, we've ventured we've... where we dare not venture. <laughs> Oh, that's um, the, that's the uh, fucking elephant graveyard. I had a Twitter conversation with somebody about the order of who gets it. No! And I said, it's in God's hands now. <laughs> who cares? God will give it to But we, we won't have that conversation lest we tempt the wrath of the whatever from high atop the thing. We know who would pick it up first. I think, I think the next thing... Do we want to have a conversation... Oh, no. <laughs> Because okay, if if they do the thing mm-hmm. on Sunday, we're probably not recording till Monday night. Yeah, just because we'll be out on the town. You're fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do we want to have a conversation about the consmite? Right now. Yeah. I think we can have this conversation. Okay. I like I when I think to myself and I look in the mirror and I go, Ian. Anything you say 
will has ze- nothing yes. happens. Not, yeah. the, your words don't creep into the ether and change history, so you can say anything. And then my monkey brain is like, but who knows? Here's the who here, knows what's in the great unknown. Here's what I honestly think. Yeah. I'll say this. Sorry, go this ahead. is this is so wishy washy that it can't even be a jinx. I think it's decided in the winning game if we win. Oh, who? I who think goes to? there are five candidates right Ooh, now. Oh shit, a five. To a, pro- no, I mean I'm more interested. Probably four a little bit, but five really. I think. Can I guess? Yeah. Jane Schwartz. Yes. Jordan Bennington. Yep. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Alexander Petrangelo? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alexander Alex, sorry, Alex. I was like, <laughs> right as weird. I said it, I was I like, mean, I assume his first? Alexander. I don't even know. I Alexiak Petrangelo? <laughs> I think that's how he, I think that's, you know, that's how Tom Calhoun announces him, I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it is. It's his first. But one. you're right. It is weird. <laughs> it sounded so weird. Alexander <laughs> Petrangelo? Well, no, he's not there. Alex <laughs> Petrangelo is on the ice. Who's your fifth? I think Tarasenko could. Oh do. yeah, you're right. If, if you're right, if someone has a bonk, if one of those guys is a bonkers last game, if Bennington closes with thirty-seven out of thirty-eight and is really good again in game, whatever game they win, give it, it in, to him. I think it's his. I, I I don't think there's a guy. I'm glad that it hasn't been the series where we like eked by Tuka Rask because there would someone would make the argument that it's like it's still got to be Rask it's uh, I, don't, I think that's out the window yeah I I, I don't know who wins I think probably, I forgot this was even a thing until you brought it up I, was like, I only oh, yeah. thought about it because Frege tweeted the photo of them in their cases and was like the Stanley Cup and the Con Smyther in the building and it's like oh, God damn it <laughs> And I was like, I don't give a shit about the Consmith, but like, I think probably like the easiest way out is to give it to Bennington. That's so probably that's, that's probably, probably the easiest call. I'd love it to be this, lo- this series. It's been Ryan O'Reilly. God, let it be, please. Let it be Tarasenko, new father. I mean, not new father, but again father. <laughs> Congratulations on the birth of their son. Hat trick. Oh, I would weep. I'm. I'm getting a little misty right now. I know. Oh man, That's Vladimir Tarasenko. I don't. I don't want to extend this podcast any longer. I just like Vladimir Tarasenko. We were talking about trading him. Mm-hmm. I said. I said. God strike me dead. <laughs> but I said. I was like, if he's not winning this team, a cup, get rid of him. I was. I like. I we talked about it at the time. Mm. We didn't care. This team was so bad. We weren't attached we didn't to anybody. Care about anyone, and now I'm attached to everyone. everyone. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you can't get rid of so them. Joel Edmondson trade his ass for the rest <laughs> of them. Have to stay. Uh, There's always a mutt. Oh, uh, I don't want. It's. I want it to happen. 20? But could it just happen now? Because I look at my phone and like Blues one four zero in the future. Did you know that? And they're like, oh, cool. So I don't have Here's to worry the tomorrow. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know a lot of people would think I'm crazy. I would find out if I could travel to the future. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't do it like long ago. I don't think I wouldn't be like let me travel into the future in like twenty twenty five and see if the Blues have won a cup now. Mm-hmm. But like right now, I would definitely see. Because then if I if they lose, then I'd like I'd be like ah shit that sucks. But that's the this is the most insane i'm sure lots of people listening have done this for you're not at the game you're at some other event you're 
turn your phone on airplane mode. I don't know. You're on a plane, something. And there's a blues game going on. You're like, I wonder. And you just didn't pay attention to any of it. You were out for all three hours. And you're like, I wonder what happened. You type it in and you're waiting for it. And then sometimes you get the crazy like, fucking what? 6-0 Arizona? <laughs> you're like, are you fucking shitting me? And then sometimes you get weird one like 4-1 blues over Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like back to back. You're like, oh, fucking shit. Hell yeah. Like, can you imagine not watching tomorrow's game at all? And then, like, when it's, like, somehow being in a sealed room where you don't know and you pick up your phone and you're like, I wonder what it is. And it's like, can you imagine? I I would throw my phone at the wall no matter what the score was. Oh, yeah. I just got hit with another wave. We better get out of here. It's 26 hours from now, fuck drop. Well, 26 and 30 minutes because of friggin' NBC, but. (sighs) <sighs> I'm glad we do this. I need this podcast in my broken. life. We would be broken men. Folks, let's hope this is the last time this is called the Two Guys No Cup podcast. God, it I could hope. just be. It could just be. We'll let you know next time. Yeah. See you Monday. We'll see you on the other side. Good night. One more time.